So another way to experience change is via insight. Insight is basically having a spontaneous new thought. What I personally enjoy about this approach is that insight isn't something you have to work at. Looking to insight can be immensely helpful. Insights are like the world's greatest life hack. They save time, they save effort and work, and they save a lot of mental distress. Good morning, I'm Amy Leo, and you are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. Now, what we shared last episode was pretty simple. If we conceptualize the basic truth of human beings as thought creates feeling, when you hear that, you may think, well, yeah, I already knew that. But recall right now an example or several examples of how you don't see that this is true in your life, how you lash out at your children and blame them for your anxiety or anger, the conflict that you have with your partner, the turmoil that you have with colleagues at work. So I'm going to gently invite you to keep listening and to stay in this conversation because what we know intellectually doesn't always mean that we know it in our day-to-day lives. So in this episode, we're going to dive into change. If blaming or attempting to control doesn't really work, how does transformation happen? If the principles of thought and consciousness are actually the middlemen, the real culprits behind how we feel in any given moment, you know, these factors are the ones that decide how much conscious choice we have in a moment. The next question I get asked often is, okay, well, how do I change my thought? How do I change my state of consciousness, my level of awareness? Well, truth be told, there are many paths to transformation. But we're going to talk about two primary vehicles for transformation and change in today's episode. The first one is the one many of us are accustomed to, has to do with hard work, repetition, self-discipline, and being committed to your goal. Now, for some people, this does absolutely result in change. And I also see that many people get trapped by these concepts, trapped by the kind of how-tos that they've read about or learned in seminars. Another trap I see folks get into in regards to this approach to change is that enough is never enough. Maybe the person has transformed certain areas of their life, but not others. And so they're still obsessed with changing the areas that are still not satisfactory to them, which still creates a low level tension in one's life. You know, I don't often see people in this approach taking the time to kind of rest on their laurels and and appreciate how far they've come so far. So another way to experience change 
is via insight. Insight is basically having a spontaneous new thought. What I personally enjoy about this approach is that insight isn't something you have to work at. It isn't something you have to do. It isn't a practice you have to take up. And change via insight can be immensely powerful and reaches many areas of a person's life. Because when someone has a sudden realization, when someone sees for themselves something different, it's an organic change. It's a change that comes from within and often is more sustainable than studying the wise teachings of others or mimicking successful people's daily routines. So let's define insight really quickly. Oprah calls these aha moments. Epiphanies is another way to say this. Again, basically insights are sudden realizations that expand our understanding of the world and ourselves. Now this sparks personal growth and also confers a practical advantage in the real world when solving problems that we're up against. Another thing about insights is that they're powerful, yes, but they're also remarkably ordinary. You don't have to be Isaac Newton or Einstein. Having fresh thought is built into the human system. I mean, the truth is you've already had insights before. It could be on a small issue like, what do I want to have for lunch today? Or a big issue as to whether or not to divorce one's spouse. I'm a singer, and when I'm stuck on a song, it's like clockwork that when I step away, when I take a run or I go shower, that all of a sudden it's like you're hitting yourself on the forehead. Oh my God, why didn't I see it before? It's so simple. That's insight. That is a natural way for us to approach life and to solve problems. And it really levels the playing field for individuals because it doesn't point to an academic intelligence. It points to an intuitive intelligence. And this is only my personal opinion, but it's, it's a pity that insight doesn't get more attention in school. Instead, we focus on the intellect primarily, on gathering information outside of oneself, on memorizing. And we try to gather as much information as possible, thinking that that's the only way to be prepared for what life has in store. And that is not the case. So another question that you may be thinking to ask is, well, okay, how can I have more insights? Now, my type A people, my people that love to fix things, you're probably not going to like this answer, but actually having more insights tends to be facilitated by doing less, by ruminating less on our problems, by indulging the intellect just a little bit less when it comes to addressing problems that we're stuck on. The truth of insights is it isn't up to us. We can't think our way into a better feeling. We can't think our way 
into loving another person. We can't think our way into having a quiet, clearer mind. Yet, paradoxically, a quiet, clear mind is fertile ground for insights to come through. This makes sense because there's more mental bandwidth. I think of it as a pipeline. We're clogging the pipeline with so much information. We keep ourselves so busy overthinking and rehashing the same issues over and over again that there isn't as much space for fresh thought to come through. Now, if you're saying, well, Amy, you don't understand. My mind is busy. I am an overthinker. I never have a quiet mind. I'd like to say that I've heard that hundreds of times. I think it's ironic that we often think that something is unique to us, but it's actually pretty normal to the human experience. So a clearer mind will start to happen naturally when you start to see the true value of taking breaks, of taking time off of working on your problems, of going out and having fun for goodness sake. When you start to trust that the system is at work for you and that fresh thought, creative solutions will come through, it takes the pressure off the system and allows it to get to work. One of the reasons it's so difficult for people to stop overthinking is because there's a tacit assumption that that overthinking will lead to something that somehow by replaying scenarios over and over by repeating and rehashing the same ideas, the same fears that somehow that will prevent a person from feeling bad in the future, or that will somehow deliver the solution. But the problem with that is when our mind is overthinking and ruminating like that, we can only pull from things we've already thought of, which by nature goes against a creative solution, a fresh idea. So we often have to step back in order for the fresh thought to come through. Now, the truth of anything you're up against is that you're literally only one thought away from seeing that situation differently. Don't discount the power of an impactful aha moment. I've seen this unravel years and years of limiting beliefs and cultural conditionings in people. With insight, entire belief systems can be popped all at once where it no longer makes sense to indulge in the same disempowering or self-sabotaging habits and thoughts. So putting your attention on the power of insight really calls into question the need to always work so hard. Don't get me wrong. There are things in the world where using your intellect is the best option that you have. 
like creating and analyzing your financial spreadsheet on Excel, for instance, or whatever program that you use. But indulging the intellect is only one way to solve problems. And when we look at problems of the heart, problems that are more emotional and psychological in nature, looking to insight can be immensely helpful. Insights are like the world's greatest life hack. They save time, they save effort and work, and they save a lot of mental distress. So when you find yourself either today or over the next couple of days getting really worked up on an issue you haven't been able to solve, I invite you to take a breath And get curious if there's a better way. Get reflective. Take the personalization, the victimization out of it for once. Approach the problem as if it were the problem of an acquaintance. And then step back. Take a break. Begin to have faith that your system of insight will work. Maybe not in the timeline that you want it to work in, but insight realization will show up for you. That's the nature of the human system. That's all we have for today's episode. In the next episode, we're going to be diving into the realm of love and relationships, my absolutely favorite topic. Again, I'm Amy Leo. You can learn more about me at amyleo.com. Until next time, take care, stay curious, and keep rocking.